My name is Martin Abonge and I believe in freedom. I believe in creating a lifestyle where you actually have a choice. My goal here is to help you escape the life of sacrifice you've been conditioned to live. How do I do it? Simply by sharing my own journey to complete freedom. My expectations, my hurdles, my failures, my successes, and everything I learned along the way. How are we going to proceed here? We're going to do it by asking the right questions. The questions that make you think. Because these questions will allow you to do something. Change your mindset, to change your reality, and build the perfect life for you. And when I mean perfect life for you, it's for you. Not for your mom, not for your dad, not for your best friend. The perfect life for you. So in this podcast, we think differently. We expand your horizon and we work together to create your happiness. So welcome to the Freedom I Choice podcast with your host, Martin Bonge. Hey guys, welcome to this new episode of your favorite podcast. This is episode 141 and this is your host, Martin. I uh, hope you guys had a good day. Me, my day was awesome. I saw my buddy, uh, yeah, good buddy, Phil, that I hadn't seen in ages. And uh, we just went out for a, uh, like a drink at sunset. I hadn't been uh, to sunset in, in ages, actually. That place changed, man. <laughs> It was pretty crazy. It feels like I don't actually live here, you know? Um, so, yeah, so anyway, today I wanted to talk to you about something very important, right? So, um, I told you that you don't actually need to sell to everybody, okay? You, um, you, know, you need to figure out who your raving fans are and you need to focus on these people, all right? So, if you try to um, sell stuff to everybody you're just going to dilute your message and it's going to be uh you know i don't, I don't like um plain to pretty much everybody the people who are like your raving fans the people who hate you the people who don't really care and stuff so you don't want that you want um to find who your raving fans are all right and you know what's the well, who are your biggest fans and where should you focus your attention to okay so there are different ways that people used to uh, find their, ra- their most raving fans. And, uh, you know, people will look at, I don't know, like metrics. You know, you look at some uh, reports and you'll be like, oh, give me the people who keep opening my emails. They open my emails all the time and uh, they always click on my links and all that stuff. These are my biggest fans, okay? So that's one way of finding those fans. And uh, this is what the first thing. Uh, people will think about is, you know, let me look at the clicks and opens and stuff, right? Another way is, um, well, let me look at who's buying my stuff, you know, uh, or who's watching my videos. Uh, I don't know if you can see that stuff. Uh, maybe you can in the analytics in YouTube and everything. But if you have some analytics allowing you to see who's watching your videos or who's liking on your Facebook page, right? So you can identify, you know, this guy is commenting all the time on your Facebook page and everything. And so you're like, well, you know what? This is one of my, my, uh, uh, one of my raving fans. I need to take care of them. Because one thing is that you need to take care of your people, okay? You need to take care of these fans. You need to identify the most, the, your biggest fans and then uh, you need to take care of them, okay? Uh, and yeah, one other thing will be, well, who's buying my stuff all the time? 
right? So you, there are a lot of reports uh, that you can pull out to identify um, who your, your most raving fans are. And this is what most people do. But here's the thing. And here's where I come in. I'm like, these people are wrong. They're dead wrong, okay? So this is not how you find your, um, your biggest fans, right? So, well, if you're, if you're working, uh, you know, if you're like a, like a you know, solopreneur or whatever, yes, that might be how you find your biggest fans, right? If you have a company, like a small business or something, uh, you're wrong, right? This is not how you find your biggest fans. So it's not, uh, you can look at all the metrics you want, who attended your conferences, who attends your webinars, and who opens your emails, who's buying your stuff and everything, you're not going to find your biggest fans there, right? So now you must be wondering, dude, this dude is crazy. What is he talking about, all right? Um, because here's the thing. So one, one, one thing you wanna do is, of course, so you find your biggest fans and, uh, and then you, you, uh, you know, focus your attention on them uh, to make sure that they spread the message for you and that they bring you more uh, clients, right? So this is the concept that we're all trying to do. But most people go, I mean, they, they go just awfully wrong at it. So every, everything I just told you here is, I mean, to me, that's my, that's my opinion, is the wrong way of going at it, all right? If you're looking for these, the, like these people, you will never find your biggest fans, okay? So what, I mean, who are your actual, like who are your biggest fans? Is it, is it the people who actually never open your emails? No. Is it the people who never like, uh, you know, interact with you guys or never buy your products and stuff? No, it's not. Uh, your biggest fans is your staff, all right? And these are the last people uh, we usually think about. Your biggest fans are the people working in your company, okay? They are giving you you know, you know the, their whole week and their whole year, they're working for you, they're giving you, yeah, they're giving you all their energy and their attention. They're trying to grow your business. These are your biggest fans. And the, the problem is that everybody forgets about the people inside the company. Your focus is on getting external clients. Oh man, let me get some clients, let me, let, let's make them happy and all that stuff. So me, I remember when, um, when I was still working in, uh, in a, a company, I was a client services director. That's the last job uh, that I had. And I was looking at the budgets, all right? The budgets of how much money we were spending developing tools like uh, client-facing tools versus how, many, how much money we were uh, spending on uh, internal clients' tools. So my internal clients is, is your staff, right? They're your clients. How much money do you actually spend? How much money, time, and energy do you spend uh, in making their life easier and giving them the proper tools to be able to do their job? All right, just be honest with it uh, about it, and you'll see that you're spending 99% of your attention and of your money in client-facing stuff, and you're actually going wrong at it because. You know, that client, he might read your emails and stuff, but you have someone who wakes up every day at 6 a.m. to come to your office and they bust their ass for you and they do overtime and all that stuff. They help you build your business. These are your biggest clients. 
And these are the people you need to take care of first before you take care of your external clients, right? The external clients need to come second, right? So I really want you guys to understand this. Just imagine someone is devoting their, like, their entire like, life, you know? So because, you know, when, when you work, it's uh, you know, pretty much like your life and stuff. They're devoting that to you. And for whatever reason, when you have, um, you know, something uh, you know, to make life easier, then you do it for some other people, external clients. All right? And a lot of people get it wrong. So the, the external client is important. I'm not saying they're not important, but they should come second. They should come after your internal clients with your staff, all right? the people in your company. So this is one thing I was trying to get my uh, you know, management to understand. I was like, dude, we've been, so how long has it been since we've developed something for the internal team to make, to make their life easier because there were these really ancient processes where they had to spend three hours doing manual work and, um, and we could have just developed something to automate that stuff, you know, but we were, automate, we were automating stuff on the front end for the clients and stuff, spending like millions uh, for this, but we weren't spending a penny for the internal clients, your staff. And you know, trust me, they're giving you older energy and attention and everything. Because here is something you need to understand. Your client, your external client doesn't come first, okay? Your employee, your staff, they come first. If you take care of your employees, they will take care of your clients, okay? So it's not like you're neglecting your clients, you're not. You are providing your internal staff with everything they need to take care of your clients. So the, the external clients, they're going to be happy, all right? It's not a problem of, oh, it's one or the other. Right now, it's one or the other because you're favoring the external client um, and not giving anything to your internal clients, right? So for example, uh, something that uh, is very common is, oh man, we, are, we need to spend $10 million in uh, creating this site for uh, external clients. And then when the, the time uh, comes to uh, you know, uh, appraisals and giving raises to your team, then there's no money all of a sudden, right? So do you think it's fair, right? Knowing that that client that you have, uh, they might use your tool like once a month or something, but you have people who come and show up every single day and they give you all their energy and everything, but you are spending all your money and all your focus on external people, all right? So uh, me, my focus has, has always, always been on my team, my internal team, all right? So this is how I built my teams. And I told them, here, here's the thing, client comes second. I want you guys to be happy and I'm going to get budget from uh, upper management to make your life easier, okay? We're going to look at all the manual stuff that you guys are doing and I want you guys to be able to automate that stuff and to make your life easier. All right, uh, and this is what I was doing. My job for, for my team was basically me. I, what, this is what I told them. I said, look, my job is not to boss you around. Okay, I'm your boss, and you know, I'm like on paper and all that stuff. Me, I like a flat hierarchy, right? And I said, my job is not to boss you around, man. My job is to make sure that you don't have to deal with upper management, and I will deal with these people if there is a problem. All right, my job is to make sure that you can you can uh, perform your job without stress. Leave the stress to me, I will handle upper management if they're not happy with something, all right? So if you want to, if there's something you think you should do 
and you need to take an initiative to help a client or think outside the box or anything, don't be afraid to do it. This is how you make progress, all right? So sometimes maybe it won't work, something will break, it will backfire or whatever. At that point, don't worry about it. I got your back, this is my job, all right? And this is what I've done for my team all the time because this is the thing. The, the, uh, the level of happiness in the team increased considerably. People were happy to come to work and they were happy to engage with the clients and they were f way friendlier with the clients because they were ha just happy in the environment, right? If you're in an environment where uh, you're there like eight hours a day and eight hours a day you th you're like, dude, this job sucks. I hate being here. Trust me, when, you th when you're going to talk to a client, you're not going to be like a super friendly bunch, right? It's not, it's not going to be like, ah, how's it going, my friend? Yeah, it's going to be like, hello, what do you want, right? But if you're in an environment where you're happy to come to work, uh, you're like stress-free and you're, you feel like you, your voice is heard and you're well taken care of, then you're going to be very friendly with the clients. And me, it has always, always been my mission to make sure that before anybody, my team, my internal clients are happy, okay? And then in turn, they, they're going to make my client happy as well, okay? So, and one thing I, I told my team was, dude, if there is a client who's, who starts like arguing with you and start being obnoxious and, uh, and uh, unprofessional and all that stuff, you don't have to deal with this thing. You have my blessing to end the conversation. Because this is one thing that I, 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 I really don't like is, you go to this restaurant, for example, there's this idiot, this jerk, who's uh, you know, like talking trash to the waiter and all that stuff, and the waiter can't say anything. So if the waiter says something back, then uh, the manager is actually going to punish the waiter for like, oh, you don't answer to clients, clients are always right. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like this with me. I told them, whatever happens, you are my priority. The client, I know you guys are going to just be professional with the clients. If the clients are unprofessional, you have the right to end this conversation. If the, the, the client wants to talk to the manager, they will talk to me and I'll make sure that they understand that they were wrong, right? I never had a situation, ah, there, there was this dude, he was like uh, uh, shouting on uh, one of my team members. I was like, dude, just end that conversation. And uh, so the dude called me back saying, well, I, I want to report something uh, you know, about your team. And then and yeah, I was like, dude, you were way out of line. Uh, you know, my, my team was, was right. I instructed them to do this. And if you do that again, it's going to be the same thing. And if you do that too many times, I'll make sure we don't work together anymore. Um, so this guy went all the way up to like the CEO and made like a big fuss and stuff. So the CEO came to me and was like, oh, what's the story? And I was like, dude, this guy was unprofessional. He was you know, talking trash to the team and I cannot tolerate that. Right? And uh, well, the, the boss understood. He was like, yeah, okay, I got it, right? But there are a lot of companies and a lot of like, places where uh, if that happens, then your, your internal stuff, someone who's devoting all their energy and giving you everything they have, you're going to punish them and basically tell them that they should put up with some, you know, someone else's crap, right? That where they shouldn't, okay? So when, you know, to the question of who are your biggest fans, your, your raving fans and stuff, don't look any further than the people who are working in your team right now and they're helping you make this, this uh, company a success. If they're showing up every day, it says something, right? They believe in what you're doing and you should reward them for this. 
right? So don't spend all your time and energy on external clients, like all the money you spent there. You never do anything to make their life easier. You never give them raises or anything. It's always, ah, you know what? So me, what I hated was the, you know, the, like the kickoffs, you know, at the end of the year, they take you to this like beautiful place, you know? They take the whole company to this amazing like resort or something. It costs tens of thousands of dollars to get all, everybody there, which, you know, which is cool, right? So you get there and they're like showing you the numbers. Oh man, we, we made so much money. It's incredible. We, had, uh, we, we increased sales by 30%. It was awesome. And then afterwards, it comes the time uh, to say something about raises. Oh, but you know, okay. So these numbers that you see there, they don't, uh, you need to correlate them with X, Y, Z. And in actual fact, it doesn't mean, so our cash flow is still the same. So we won't be able to give you raises, but yeah, keep up the good work. And I'm like, dude, we just spent like at least like 50, 50 grand on this location, paying hotel rooms and stuff for everybody. You just told us that you were making a lot of money and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden there's nothing for me, you know? And this is how people leave companies, man. And, and it's something that, uh, I mean, if you have a company, if you have employees, I want you to understand something. Uh, a, someone in your company is not just like a random like employee and stuff. See, if the longer they're with the company, this is years and years and years of knowledge that they have with them and, um, and like, uh, how you call it, like, um, like, you know, reflexes and, um, and, uh, gee, um, I, I can't find the term, but you know, they have, they know your systems in and out. You don't need to educate them on your culture. Uh, they know where to find stuff and they know how you think the, the, how the, the, the business, where the business wants to go and stuff. When you lose these people, me, I, I hear sometimes people like, yeah, they can quit. It's not a problem. And I'm like, dude, you don't understand everything you're losing there. You know, that person leaves, you leave years and years of experience, of knowledge that they, they, they could have um, passed down to someone else in the team. And then you need to find someone else. So finding someone else, you know, takes a lot of time. So you need to spend time interviewing your time and that person's time. And then there is an onboarding period where this person needs to understand the culture, uh, and practice to develop all these reflexes that will allow them to solve cases and all that stuff quicker afterwards and be independent and stuff. So it might take like a good year before you get someone like up to speed, just up to speed, but not even to the level of that person who was there for like six years and left, you know, because people don't care enough about their, their, their most precious asset and their most precious uh, like raving clients is these people you have in your team. You need to take care of them, you know? Uh, if you have a, I don't know, like, you know, uh, I don't know what kind what can of example I can give you, but, uh, you know, if you have like a, a chef, you know, in your, uh, in your kitchen, right? And the dude or the chick knows all the dishes, like in and out, they can do it with the eyes closed. And then that person leaves and you're like, yeah, that's it, it's not a problem. Then you need to find another chef. Let's say you have like 15 dishes in the menu. You need to find someone who will spend all the time to basically get it right on all 15 of them. So it will start with the first one, the second one, until you get to the 15th. It's like five years or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just putting out random numbers, but just for you to understand, right? So uh, that's, that's it. If you're looking for your most raging fans, look inside your company. These are the people you need to take care about, right? Take care of. 
and in turn these people are going to take care of your clients okay this is very very important stop looking at stats and numbers and stuff you're dealing with people all right deal with the people in your company they're, they're your most precious resource is them reward them for everything they're giving to you of, of course you're like yeah but they're coming to the office because i paid them a salary yes well you know you're paying them a salary but still they're giving you their whole day they wake up at six in the morning and they go up uh, you know they go back home it's like seven or something they spend the whole day and energy trying to improve your business okay so that's that's pretty much it if you do this trust me your clients are going to be uh, way uh, way better treated and it will definitely serve your business all right and you know everybody wins your internal clients will win your external clients would win as well okay so that's pretty much it guys i will see you guys uh tomorrow for new adventures that was martin hopefully this podcast was helpful for you guys if it is Please share it with, uh, with other people, okay? That's it. Bye-bye. All right, guys. You just heard a brand new episode of the Freedom by Choice podcast with myself, Martin Evonge. So I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If yes, can I please ask you a small favor? All right, so here's the thing. The biggest thing that helps my podcast grow and bring more value to other people is if you guys leave a review if you rate the podcast and if you subscribe to the podcast why because this tells the platform that i'm actually bringing a lot of value to you and that you like my stuff the more people like my stuff and the more they will show you to other people and this way we can make sure that we can impact a lot of people with this podcast and this community all right so what i want to ask is can you please take three seconds out of your busy day because i know everybody's busy and if you could just like subscribe to the podcast rate this episode and leave a review it is three seconds for you but for me it will actually make my day and it can help someone else on the other side of this planet okay and one thing i like and one thing i want for this podcast is for it not to be a monologue so i want to get feedback from you guys right so if you want to contact me it's very easy you can send an email to contact at martinebonga.com and in this email you can uh, give me feedback on the episode or on the whole podcast but you can also give me some suggestions about subjects that you want me to cover right if it's interesting and if a lot of people want to hear it then i will cover it okay but anyway thank you for listening to this episode and i see you in the next one all right thank you very much guys bye